Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So if I just had to put you on the spot real quick. Yeah. Is Craig Kimball the Crozer or the Dodgers at the end of the season? It's a weird question, right? Because he hasn't been bad, but he has not been great. And it has not been one of those things that when that bullpen gate swings open and he comes running in, it's not like, all right, cool, let's do this thing. It's like, all right, cool, let's see what happens next. I think the feeling, you're right about that. You know, anytime you have a feeling of, uh, are we good? You know, one-run game or, hey, is that enough? Is that enough? Mookie doesn't get hit that that solo. Yeah. Now it's a one-run game, and listen, he did strike out the last two batters. Dodgers got the win 2 nothing, but you can't tell me you're not paying attention to is he dominating or is he just getting by? There were some points during at-bats where you're like, yeah, he's dominating. There were other points it's like, yeah, he's going to give up a hit. Here's why I like him, okay? And it's not because he still throws pretty hard, and he still, you know, he got out of a, a, a tough spot last night. I thought he did a good job. Dude, he's not scared. Yeah. He's not scared. You know what I mean? Like there, there are guys that are in that situation that have better stuff that are out there. Like Bruce Dar Gratterall throws harder in the ball, you know, all these yeah, things. He does. But he, six and I don't know if Gratterall's runs. scared, but it's like it's see there are moments that feel big for him, right? Kimbrell's got gray in his beard. He's got a ponytail. He's just out there like, dude, I've done this ten thousand mm-hmm. times in my life. They might get me, but they probably won't. And I'm, I'm going to go out there and. I'm going to do my thing. And I think that's at least 50% of getting guys out in that situation. Because his stuff is good enough, but he's got he's got that swagger that I really like. He he does not seem – I'm sure he doesn't like giving up a run when he pitches every time, sure. which he has for sure. like the last four or five times or whatever it is. But he's real comfortable in that situation. I like that. 34 years old. I yeah. think that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Been there, done it. No moment's going to be too big for him. Anything like that? You think he's? You think he's closing by the end of the I season? Do. I do. They, they got to get somebody that can be Plan B if they need it, like yeah. Trinan was, yeah. you know, for the last couple of seasons. Mm-hmm. And I, that you know, it doesn't sound like he's going to come back. No one said anything officially, but no one's saying, "Hey, he's progressing nicely." Sure. And yeah. most, that Trinan was the greatest relief relief that you could ever have that if if all of a sudden go back to when the Dodgers won the World Series when Kenley was really scuffling right that they went to Trinan in those really high leverage and situations and then they went to Orius to close out games right. they're That's like right. look we yeah. need something else but Trinan was kind of the bridge they don't have that bridge right now whether all of the guys they have are all decent and good but there's not that guy Trinan was like, these guys got no chance I, I wonder, and even when they got a hit it felt lucky I wonder if they thought once you know you're getting to the season they decide remember Kenley ends up with Atlanta Kimbrell signs with the Dodgers and I wonder if there was this um maybe this thought process of hey the trine in Kimbrell is enough that's enough like we'll we can work with this yeah. and we'll figure it out from there obviously 50 percent of that mix is, hasn't been there ESPN radio is brought to you by progressive insurance and kind of speaking of figuring it out from there yeah 
Three years ago today, mm-hmm. the Lakers pulled the trigger on um, the Anthony Davis trade. Yeah. That uh, Lonzo, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, money, picks, and, and you know, yeah. Every, yeah. Every, you know, I'm sure staplers and office paper got sent to New Orleans. Bitcoin. To get, <laughs> yeah. Gave them Bitcoin. They don't want that anymore. Send it back. I'll take the staplers and, and uh, file folders with more, more value. Uh, three first-round picks to get AD. Yep. I, the obvious thing is like, it was it worth it? Yes, because they won a championship, right? And they won a championship in large part because Anthony Davis was awesome. Yep. Right? That, that, that goes without saying. What I think is more interesting is what happens moving forward. What if the, that season where he was terrific mm-hmm. is the one season where he was terrific and the remaining seasons are more like what we've seen in the last two, which is, you know, sometimes it's really cool, but – overall pretty underwhelming is it still worth it as long as you got the one even if you have to go through two years five years six years where you don't have picks where you don't have assets and the thing gets further and further in the rearview mirror is it always worth it let let me simplify it anthony davis has reigned so far with the lakers just ad what ad has done what he's brought to the table has it been disappointing has it been better than you expected has it been exactly what you expected? Because when I present the question like that, I would tell you that when AD came to the Lakers three years ago, I expected more. That's the best way that I could put it. I expected more from Anthony Davis. Now, we can always sit there and say, yeah, but you won an NBA championship. I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying, Anthony Davis, he came to the Lakers three years ago. I was never really paying attention to what you gave up. I was just looking at who I thought was arguably the best players in the world. Yeah. I, and and did anybody not think that at the time? No, I think yeah, that was I, I, it was kind it, of it was a universal consensus, universal. Right? But what I've seen over his span of three years—that's yeah, different. That that's important that you put all three years together. Did you win a championship? You did. Was AD a part of it? Absolutely, he was. But also take into account, I didn't think AD. Did I think that his impact on the Lakers and the game over the last couple of years? would go down so such dr- or so dramatically. Now you could say, actually, no, his impact has gone up because he hasn't been there, and it shows when yeah, he's not there yeah. how impactful he really is. But he hasn't been there. He's played 50% of the games. I don't feel like his game is evolving to, you know, what he was a couple years ago. I still feel like he's that guy, if not going the opposite direction. So that, I think, is the proper way to a- a- answer that question. Did you expect more? than what you've got so far out of Anthony Davis, the individual. Because if you're just answering it, was it worth the trade? We all know that. Of course it was. You got a championship. Well, yeah, it's so far. But what's his contractual situation? He's here for another four? 2024, 2025. Okay, so we're I going to say so three more years. And I, yeah, and I, I don't know if that final year is an option. I'd have to. What, have to what if, okay, let's just, and, and we're, we're not saying that these are cold, hard facts, but let's say he plays another three years here. Okay. And the next three are what the last two have been. So you will have had a championship and then five years of kind of, well, I don't know what this is. Is that worth it? Because now, not only have you gotten the one, and now LeBron presumably is gone at this point. Yep. And now he's your best player, theoretically. And now you still don't have picks. Even at the end of that, you still got another two years before your next first round pick comes around. Yep. Right? So at that, that, that's the part to me where it gets a little bit more interesting. Because if they can put together 
another, I don't even know if it has to be a championship necessarily. If they can put together another run, right? Just get get to the conference finals. Go into the playoffs thinking, you know what? If this breaks right, we can win this whole be thing. Be a fifth or a sixth seed next year, and hey, we'll take our chances. Yeah, I don't even know if the seed matters a ton to me, Al, because it's just, do you have a chance to win this thing? Yes. Cool. Did you win a playoff series or two? Cool. Because if you get, you can only win it if you're in it, right? It, it's if it continues to go like this, and it's LeBron trying to do everything, and AD plays 50 games, and yep. it's just this constant pull and push of he's not around and he's not living up to expectations. I don't know if at that point it was because you're talking about better part of a decade. Yeah. You're talking about a, a one championship, which was LeBron James was still the most important part of that. I know that you needed AD to no, push No, no, no. LeBron the was the most important. But, let's, but let's not, let's not did, twist that. What did we get if that's what it ends up being? You know, anytime you have, this is a perfect example of a type of trade. Was Brandon Ingram, was ever, was he ever going to be the best player on a championship team? I don't think so. Okay. You he know still what? hasn't been the best player on a team that finished over 500. Okay. Perfect. That's a good example. You know what Brandon Ingram, what he strikes me like? Is if Ingram ended up with a team on the Golden State Warriors and he was your third or fourth best player, that's a really... The Wiggins role, kind of? That's literally identical of what I was trying to compare yeah. that to. That's a dangerous team. Sure. But he's not going to be the, the franchise player, right? Lonzo has proven he's not a, a franchise player. Now the question comes down to is, all those picks that you gave up, who are those players? Because if the Pelicans have a player where you say, do you know that that ended up being, that was the Lakers pick where they got this dude from Greece, yeah. his name is Giannis, <laughs> right. at number nine? Right. Like it... So you gotta you gotta kind of allow all that stuff to play out. But I'll, let me throw this back at you. He's been here for three years. Has it been a disappointing run for Anthony Davis in a Laker uniform in those three years? Disappointing. I will stop short of that. I will say that it's been terribly frustrating okay. because it it it's still small enough to where I'm optimistic that somehow, some way, his health will get sorted out. Mm -hmm. But but. Optimism is fading quickly. Did, did you expect when they traded for yes. Anthony Davis? Yes. yes, that's the best way that I could put it. Yes. Because when they traded for him, if you just said, "Hey, three years with Anthony Davis," what do you expect? I would have painted a little bit different of a picture. You know, you know. Let me try it this way. I think what we were all hoping for, and you and I have talked about this. I think we've talked about it on the air, maybe. But you were hoping for at some point this season, or even last season. To have this be, and, and I mean this as a compliment, but you wanted the whispers to be out there that, you know, AD's carrying LeBron a little bit. Just a little bit. Right? That's what we were all hoping for. That as as as, as LeBron aged yep. and as LeBron slowed down just a little bit, and LeBron is still a, an elite, elite player, but people that, like yourself, that cover the team, people mm -hmm. like myself and the people listening right now that follow the Lakers very closely, you're watching night in and night out going, Hey, listen, this is running through AD. We all know AD's the guy on this team. That LeBron is still captain, and LeBron is still yeah. LeBron, but, you know, between you, me, and the lamppost, AD's kind of the guy that's running the show around here. That's what we were all hoping for. Mm -hmm. That is a million miles from where we are. Okay, so let, let me explain it this way. Let's say that was happening the last couple of years. You think Bron would be – you think Bron would have an issue with that? With what exactly? Let's say – for the last two years, we look at this Lakers roster and we say, guys, let's quit BSing each other. This team runs through Anthony Davis. Mm -hmm. 
Anthony Davis is the most important player on this team, which, by the way, you can still make that argument today just based sure. off of whatever. You think Braun would have any issue that AD is the man on the lake? He is really the number don't. one guy. I, I don't. I don't either. Yeah. And, and I will tell you for the last two years where I've been so wrong on this, but I remember saying this, that, hey, it's stop talking about Braun. What's more important is – it's AD in the MVP conversation. No question. It's Anthony Davis as the player that everybody's talking about. Hey, that's the most dominating. It's not LeBron. LeBron's been doing it for LeBron, isn't he supposed to? Isn't part of the reason why you play with a guy like Anthony Davis at this stage of your career? Hey, are you going to take more and more responsibilities so that you know I'm describing. fresh and ready to go? You know what you're describing? Kareem and Magic. Kareem was yeah. still cap. Kareem yep. was still the guy that had the most gravitas. And he, mm-hmm. he was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. But everybody knew, and he was Cap, and people called him Cap, and everybody, you know, everybody was very respectful of his role. And Magic was the best player on the team. Magic was the guy that they were going to when they absolutely had to have it. Everybody knew that. Nobody's really saying it out loud. But that, I mean, that's what we're talking about, right? Yeah, no, that's actually a perfect example. Yeah, it's it's Magic suiting up in Game Six and saying, "Guys, I know." It's AD saying, guys, I know Bron's not here tonight. And not that Kareem slash LeBron couldn't have that night where it's like he has one night where he's got six or ten, and then everybody starts to hammer. He's like, oh, you think so, huh? And then you go out there and drop 40. Yeah. It, it's that, you know, you're going to get a little bit more it's a of, a, it's a, good of example. a derivation. See that photo that. of him yesterday in the gym? It did. Does that mean anything to you? It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle your auto, home, or motorcycle insurance. Visit Progressive.com. Quick tweet, Slee. This is from Dean. It says, I think you have a strong case to charge that woman with assault. I think he's talking about the lady who bullied me into doing the oh, wave 100%. on the wine bus. Yeah. Dude. No, it's illegal. There are there are certain states you can get away with that. I don't think in the state of California you can force somebody to do the wave in that small of an environment. <laughs> it because was then you're highlighted awkward. as the guy that's not doing it. And so I, I almost played a, a card. I don't yep. hear well. I think everybody that works with me understands that I don't hear particularly well. I could hear everybody screaming and yelling on the bus because it was the insane asylum on there. Yep. But I could have played the I don't hear what's going on card because there were some grandparents on the bus as well. Mm-hmm. They were at the very end, and they let them slide because I think they felt like, oh, they're not hearing well, what's going on Well, now it's discrimination. Right. Now we're asking. Should I have been able to pull the hard of hearing card? Adding charges to this list. So I, I don't know if, uh, you know, next thing it could have been. Uh, they could have been racist towards you. That could have also been it. <laughs> well, we are building a case like no tomorrow. Would you guys have done it? Would you guys have done the the wine bus wave if the entire bus was being held up because you yes. wouldn't do it? You would not, so- would do it. not sober. We yeah, were. We were. It. it was on I, the way yeah, no, to the wineries. No, no, you would not. You would have sat she there on your hands. I would have rolled my done. eyes. I'd have been like, yeah, no. Okay, but then they start over and it gets to you up. again. You still don't do it. I She's still. I, we're doing no. it, Evan. You and I. The, the you third, and I say the that's third we're doing time it. we're coming around and the the ladies carrying on. You're gonna not do it. 
The third Maybe time I'm like, through, if you buy my wine at the next place, then there, yeah, no, no, that's, yeah, no. everything's covered. Everything's covered. It's a that's what it is. I don't believe you, Taylor I and I would be Taylor and I would be leading it. Ta- Taylor, do you do it? I do it at baseball games. Do you do the wave? Yeah, that, that I don't like the wave. I don't do that at baseball wrong. games. Are you? I I would not have put you. I wouldn't have guessed that. I'm, I'm not starting it out. No. Uh, here's the thing. This is what I will do at a baseball game. I won't get up. I'll throw you a little. Throw the hands in the air. That's what I did on the bus. I didn't because other people were on their feet. I just kind of all right. Throw it up. I don't like standing ovations and stuff like that too. Where like people get up. Like when I went to the play this weekend, everyone gave a standing ovation. I was like, really? Are we? Getting up for this play. Trav right got now. up for uh, t- for Top Gun. <laughs> I, th- I wanted to. Yeah, I didn't. If other people would have, I might have. But see, that's an interesting. You stood on one your too. chair. So have, have <laughs> you ever been? In. Like sometimes you're at a thing where there's a uh, somebody to deliver a speech. That's okay. It's okay. It's fine. And half the room <laughs> jumps up to their feet. You feel obligated? Well, yeah, obligated? Now, now, because yeah. if I don't, now yep. I'm basically like saying person. I don't like mm-hmm. the speech. So it's more it's more. I got a great manageable example. to just kind of, way to go. I got dude. a great example for you. A lot of sporting events, you'll have something before a game. And not everybody is standing up. I think there's certain things, obviously, you're standing up for, no question about sure. it. They're a military. They're Anthem. somebody just, came, yeah, whatever it sure. is, right? Somebody's, somebody is um, getting uh, recognized for something. But then there's there's always these that are like it's like a half thing, where a couple people feel obligated to get up. What's well, their uncle? And then and then they got up. So then the people directly next to them think, well, if they got up, then we got to get up. <laughs> and it's this slow standing up that by the time everybody stands up, half of the people are already now sitting down that were up <laughs> earlier. Concerts are like that too, you know. If you go to the Hollywood Bowl and like there's a bunch of people in front of you, and we all have seats, we all have seats, we can all see, but now you have to stand up because the person in front of you stands up. That one's a little different to me because if I'm at the Hollywood Bowl, right, and I'm the the, the artist that's performing is not going to see whether I stand up or not. But if you're at like a high school banquet, yeah, and somebody's then there's only forty people in the room, and somebody jumps to their feet, it's like, uh, I guess I got to get on my feet for this. But a concert's fine. You know, a yeah, lot of people I, are standing up look, dancing. Look, the second they say goodnight, everybody, I am chucking it for the door. But what if I we can all see? Like, the people that stand up in that first row, the first people to stand up that make everybody else stand up if they want to see, those are the worst people. <laughs> I don't know if they're the worst, but yeah, I, I, I understand. I mean, there are worse people than that, but I understand I don't know. what you mean. I understand what you mean. All right, so we're asking, encouraging strongly encouraging people tomorrow at 1215. Uh, if you think you would make a good caller of the year, if you are a member of the Travis and Sliwa All-Stars, if you are a regular participant of the show, yep. if you are going to attend the Mandy Awards a week from Friday at Quiet Cannon in Montebello, and you think that you should win the caller of the year, tomorrow at 1215 is the chance for you to make your case. So I, I am, I'm going to li- – Read off some names here. This is not the complete list. If you feel like I have overlooked you, this is something that I scratched out, Al and I scratched out quickly during the break. If it's John, if it's Francis, if it's Stephen Lahabra, Roderick, Manuel, Amy, any of the and, and I'm sure I've forgotten it. What about Connor? He was a great caller because sure. he, he tried to get me on a date. Sure. He was great. Well, he didn't try. He did. He did. Yeah, he, did. he, he was successful. Um, 
if you are any of these people, and, and other ones at 12.15 tomorrow, yeah. and you can make your case. And I'm sure we're missing some, or maybe you For tweet sure. us all the time and you don't call as often. Well, call in. Call in yeah. and make your case. case. I, I, I hit you guys with Twitter all the time for Astley, blah, blah, blah. Give us a call maybe, and uh, make your case. Maybe we'll find out who's behind the Alan Sleewa's Murphy bed. Could, could be. Too. Could be. And, and we've uh, got the guys. rookie one. The rookie one. Yep. Like, for instance, Christopher Holmes is a regular Ask Slee participant. Chris, I know that you've called before. You've called about your aunts, but this is what I mean. Like, Chris is a perfect example of somebody that, off the top of my head, didn't didn't really jump out, but he's a perfect example of somebody that you called him. 12-15. 12-15 tomorrow. You think we'll find a winner? Oh, no question about it. And I want them to kind of – I really do. I want them to make their own little case here. Maybe we kind of weed it out, you know? Or – Got can, 10 on there. How, yeah. how many are we taking? As many as we can fit in before the Super Cross Talk takes over. And even then, maybe we'll just push push it back. We'll we'll make yeah, guys. We'll do it tomorrow. First time ever, we'll do super crosstalk with callers. Yeah, we can do we can do whatever. We do it need is. a time we limit though. Do. We have to say okay. You got to get your speech in by. So X here, here's, here's we'll do it till three p.m. Having executed this before, and, and and I have some intellectual property out there, Slee, that has gained some traction with this rough format before. <laughs> um, We'll decide. There is no time limit. If you can give me five minutes where you're just banging the whole time, great. If you are running out of material at 20 seconds, we're going to hang up. Okay, you just you you gotta you gotta just make sure that we are fully engaged. The second Celine and I looked at each other like it's time to go. That's okay. It's time to then go. Then it just you know, game was on the line. Game was on the line. Six seconds left, and you kept dribbling, and the <laughs> clock ran out. You never it got ha- a shot even, off. Even Magic did that one time. It happens. Never got a shot off. <laughs> never happens. Let's go to Tustin. Why did Magic wait so long? He was looking for a better shot. Are you going to throw it down to Kareem or no? <laughs> no. You going to shoot? Nope. Look, even the great Was that Magic the overtime? Johnson. Then they went to overtime and yeah, lost? And they, like, it, was, yeah. it was a mistake. Series, yeah. he, he made, look, nobody bats a thousand now. Kobe missed so shots. Dumb, uh, LeBron misses shots. You ever watch old games and you're like, so, what are you doing over? <laughs> you're still hoping the Lakers come back against They're the coming back. No, they, I believe it. Rob in Tustin, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Rob? Hey, I just want to chime in on um, your uh, whole wave thing. Yeah. I think the question really comes into is, are you a herder or are you, you know, are you not a herder? Do you follow everybody else like a, like sheep? When you go to a sports sporty, sporting game, do you uh, go stand on the first line you come up to to get in line to get in? Or do you look for options? Okay. You so, know? yeah. That's I, the question. I, so, I, I'm going to – don't hang up, Rob, and you tell me what you think about this. So, I am – I like to think, and maybe I'm – you know, we're – Human beings are very bad at self-evaluation. We're not good at this. Mm-hmm. But I like to think of myself as somebody, I'm kind of going to do what I want most of the time. If I like something, I'm going to participate. If mm-hmm. I don't, I, I choose not to. But there are examples of this where it's a small group and you are isolated because you, you don't want to be rude. You don't yep. want to. So if, for instance, to use your example, Rob, if I'm coming up to Staples Center, Crypto.com Arena, and I see a line that's short, but the group is going over here. I'll probably tend to go with the group and not be the guy that just dis- ditches everybody and meets you at the seats. I was actually, so he gave an example of the grocery store. Grocery store is a perfect example. Every time you kind of, Costco, right? Costco, you have one line that everybody just kind of came from that main aisle. Or you can kind of take a couple curves where the protein shakes are and all that and now all of a sudden you're kind of by yourself there's only a couple the people there nuts and protein mixed nuts shakes. protein some granola bars you're in that area <laughs> you know what i'm talking about i that, wish i didn't but i know exactly I, what you're talking about i always every time i walk by them i'm like macadamia nuts are 24 bucks what the hell is this and i keep going yeah but you get like sixty thousand of them 
But to answer your question, I, I think there is this in your predicament where you're sitting on a freaking bus and everybody There's only like 20 stops, people on the bus. Everybody stops on you and like, hey, do it again. <laughs> For the sake of just getting it over with, I think you just do it again. What do you think, Rob? The more, the more they pressure me, the less I'm inclined to do it. Okay, I, I hear you, Rob, but I really want you to think about this. And, and maybe you're different than me. You're on a bus. There's only 20 people. Rob swinging at people. Okay. And you're like number eight in the line. And here comes the wave. You're going to sit there on your hands and not do it. They stop and they go back again. You're going to continue to stop the line over and over and over again? I'm six foot four. I weigh 280 pounds. I'm in pretty good shape. I look at them and say, what are you going to do? What my beep? No, they're not. They're going to say, okay, he's not in. Skip Rob. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, if I'm in that situation, I just, I'm whispering to that lady. Rob's not Leave doing Rob it. alone. Yeah, Rob's not doing it, guys. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Rob. That look, I, I, I'll go. I, hey, try, I, try. I'll go twice. <laughs> I'll jump on the other I'll, side of Rob. Just I'll go and then I'll go look, sit where Rob is. I, I um, have similar dimensions to Rob. Okay, I, I'm not in good shape, Rob. You probably spent a little time in the gym. I, I don't. Um, but do I want to get into a confrontation with somebody's mother yes. on the wine? But I feel like that would be in my not in my best. I'm there as a guest. I'm there as the guest of other people who right treated thing. me very nicely. I, I and we're really, not convincing I really, Rob. I really wanted to not do it. Susan's giving me the little elbow in the ribs, like you need to do this. It's over with, guys. I'll do it. I'll do it. And then she, of course, jumps up and does a cartwheel. Oh, she and loved it. She, she's all in. She could. She, she was she's, ready to start it all over again. They exchange numbers, and she's like, when are we doing this again? My goodness. Factor Cap coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Listening to myself say it's so fact, it's so cap, Dad. Right? That's my my daughter Kelly, who's introduced me to that word. There's a new one that she says eighty six times a day. Sleep. It's totally bussing. Oh know, yeah. Do you know what oh, that yeah. means? This mess is bussing. It's messing, bussing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do you know? If I said to you, yeah, I've this, never, this I've is never bussin'. heard that before. Taylor. Uh no, come on, blank. No. Uh, Funch. Funch isn't in here Funch right now. Funch isn't in here. Emily, you know what it is. Yeah, I know. Do you want me to explain? Sure. So uh, it's bussin' means that it's really, really good food. That's right. So, like, mm. this food is bussin' means that, mmm, I can't get enough of this. It's, it's bussin'. delicious. 
It's bursting. But it's we great. just don't say delicious. You know, this is delicious. It's bussing. This mess is bussing. I yeah, everything is bussing. Like a tree bark is bussing. I'm <laughs> over it. Anyway, sorry. It just sprouts, made me made learn something. In, in my something. free time, I do use bussing. When you so guys come boring. to my house for tacos, it'll be bussing. I'm. I would be so into that. I didn't want your tacos to be bussing. That is fire. Bussing, bussing. Um. <laughs> so. My sister has landed in Las Vegas. So she texted me this this morning. She said, hey, I'm on the West Coast. That's not the West Coast, but sure. So I was going to (laughs) say, Las Vegas is not the West Coast. Factor cap. Yeah, cap. Wait, the way you said it, it's fact. It is not the West Coast. Yeah, it's the West. Yes. But it's not the West. The West Coast is Washington. Oregon yep. and California. The coast. Right. Where their beach, where the water hits the ground is the coast. Yeah. So, But is that not perfect for somebody who's maybe not familiar with the area right. to just be like, oh, yeah, yeah. Is I'm Tennessee on the this. East Coast? No. Debate. No. No, it's not on the coast. <laughs> but same. Delaware so Tennessee is. is in a different New time Jersey zone. is. T- uh, Tennessee is in a different time zone. That wasn't the question. And Nevada Memphis is. is in the Western Conference. Right. And that, it has to have Memphis an is edge. in the Western Conference, yeah. Right. Yeah. Chicago in the East Coast? No. Got to have a coast. Yeah. Just by just by coast. definition, right? Yeah. So, fact. Yeah, so that, that was a short one. I knew you guys would both say fact, so that's why it's not yeah. really so debatable. So she is already in Vegas. Oh, she's ready yeah. to go. She's got. she's there for her work, so she's going to do work things. This could be none of my business, and mm-hmm. that's a perfectly acceptable answer. What does she do for work? That's she's an accountant. She's, oh, that's right. You told me that yeah. before. None of your business. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Can sh- can you be an accountant and be like in a an alcohol fog for a couple of days and do your job? I feel like you could make some mistakes in accounting that would not be great. I Numbers are off is... a little. What are you going to do? Just <laughs> a couple of really You underreported your earnings in Q2. <laughs> Slammer for you, Sliwa. It wasn't my fault. Claire Hebel did my numbers. You just say, she was in Vegas You that tell week. the IRS, I, was in Ve- I got to Vegas on a Wednesday. What would you expect? I, Case I do think it's like a more of a managerial team building event thing, so I I don't think it's necessarily she's working with the numbers. Um, but so have you guys heard of this app called Letterboxd? Negative. No. So it's a uh, app where you it's for film lovers who they can rank, list their own movies, what they want to watch and give their own reviews. So uh, this list has gone viral uh, of the 15 most confusing movies. It includes movies like Tenet. I'm thinking of ending things. Shutter Island, uh, Inception, things like that. So you enjoy Understanding a movie that other people think are confusing. Alan, Factor Cat. First off, I, I'm probably going to be confused with them. Like, Inception was awesome, and I still think I need to go see it two or three more times. <laughs> okay. Do I enjoy? If I do get it, I do understand it and somebody did it. That's awesome. I'll take that all day long. But these movies, they really are. Like, I, I, I use Inception as an example just because it's like, it's – one of the last few it's, ones that I've seen where I'm weird. like, wait a minute. I, I don't know if I fully understand what's going yeah. on. Just got to watch it a couple times. But I do enjoy those movies. So ask, set up the, the language again. You enjoy understanding a movie that other people think are confusing. Cap, I, I don't mind not getting it. And I don't. And if I get it, I don't think like, well, Slee, what, you don't get Inception? What the, what's oh. your problem? Like, it doesn't really kind of hit me. Like, I, the whole movie thing to me it's like music it's like food like i need to kind of get in a lane where i know that your stuff is like my stuff or equally useful not like my stuff right so if i know that you like movies that if you said trav my favorite movie ever is caddyshack 2 
Okay, which is by far the worst movie ever made. I know that you and I do not have the Can't same share taste. Similar. And, but that's useful to yep. me. So, but the the get it, don't get it thing, I just kind of whatever. I don't really give it too much thought. Taylor, what about you? Do you take pride in knowing things that people don't? In the movie department, no. So cap on this one. I've seen Memento, I don't know, four or five that's times. That's a weird movie. I yeah, Memento's on the list. Still don't understand it, but I'm okay with that. You know, I'm not going to go look it up and try to figure everything out. I'm just okay with not knowing. Yeah, another one of the ones on the list that I thought was pretty straightforward, but I guess people can be confused, is The Shining. It was one of the more confusing ones, but who knows. So, um, another, th- another thing. Someone on Jeopardy confused Michael Caine with Mick Jagger. So... You have two celebrities that you always confuse for each other. Travis Fettercap. Michael Caine, the actor, and Mick Jagger? Yeah, like apparently. Michael Caine from Dirty Rotten Scoundrels? Yeah, that and, Michael then, Caine? and then like who plays uh, Alfred in Batman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mick Jagger, Rolling Stones, Mick Jagger. Yes, correct. Other than they're both British and white, do they have anything and Their name in starts with M. Yeah, I mean, that that's a weird one to get confused. Um. I am the answer to your question is fact. I do get confused. There's like a there's a, a an age cutoff for me that that any movie star of the last I don't know, 20 years that's yep. not DiCaprio or Damon or one of those guys, they're all the same to me. Right? I if you told me that the guy Emily you'll know the name. The 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 actor that played the most recent Batman. Um Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. It's a good way to put it. All those movies, like all the action. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know who any. Like all, all of those Twilight guys are the same guy to me. Like I, I don't know. All of the women in the Kristen Stewart genre, they're all kind of the same to me. I don't, I can't differentiate between them. I need, I know Damon. I know DiCaprio. Um, that's probably the end of the list. After that, there, you know, some of them I like, I don't like, but I, I can't. Differentiate. Sometimes I get those. Not that I get them mixed up, but all the Boston guys. Like Affleck and Damon? Yeah, I, all, and uh, Wahlberg's on the table. Wahlberg? Not, yeah. not that I get them. I know who they are, but when you say their name, I'm like, give me a quick second. Okay, yeah, I got it. I got it. The Kardashian family, other than Kim, they're all one person to me. It's funny you say I, that. I don't. So all I, of them are literally one person to me. I know. I, I, 98% sure I could pick Kim. 98%. Yeah, no, Kim, Kim's I'm the easy one. I'm 100% sure I could pick Chloe. I know, I know exactly which one she is because I like Chloe. I just, I do. You're a Chloe the, guy. The, the, the rest of them, I, yeah, I don't have know. no idea. None. Taylor, what about you? Okay, so Will Ferrell and Chad Smith from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. The drummer for the Chili Peppers looks exactly like Will Ferrell. So every time I see him, you know, drumming or playing up there. My I buddy just... Flea's band? Oh, yeah. that's actually, that's good. Yeah, there's a good photo here of the two of them. That's that's not bad. Oh that's my very gosh. Cool. Never seen him in the same room. Either. Jeez. Yeah. That is uncanny. Yeah, no, that's a. That's a. You learn something new. The you very win. first picture that comes up on Google Images is, is Chad both of them Smith together. And Will oh, together. Them together. Okay. Yeah. Well. So you're not the only one. Yeah, that one. All right. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so a uh, photo series slash video went viral, and it was of a couple that ha- booked an exotic be- beach vacation for two. And, and it's non-refundable. They end up breaking up right before this trip is supposed to happen, and they still go on the trip. So I want you all to suspend your current relationships, what you're doing right now. Just pretend you're a bachelor. Mm-hmm. So it is okay if they still go on this trip with each other. Ta- Taylor, factor cap. Okay, so they just broke up. 
and they're going to go on a trip. I'm, I guess you. It's a, you would do you would do this. You would go oh, on this beach no. vacation with this with uh, the person you just broke up with. No, you broke up for a reason. I'm not trying to spend my vacation time with you. All right, Travis. So a cap. Yeah, no, I'd go for sure. No, it says we have to spend the time together once we get there. We're going on the vacation. Good point. Good point. Yeah, no, that with the plane eek, hits the runway, they throw open the gate, meet you back here in a couple of weeks or a week or whatever it is, and maybe I'll run into you. I'll sleep on the cot. You can have the bed. But, yeah, I'm going out. You go out. I'm going to the beach. You go to the beach. But, yeah, we're going for sure. So my knee-jerk reaction was hell no. more I think about it, I think that could be one of those situations where there's no pressure on anybody. Even if you end up hanging out, you might actually have as good of a time because that relationship you know is over than you would have if you weren't in a relationship. In a weird way, you have the flexibility of, hey, this is actually pretty fun and we're having a good time and there's nothing to it. And if it's not going that way, you go do your thing, I'll go do mine, and we'll meet back at the airport in a couple of days. That, that, that's it, too, because, look, sometimes, you know, we know how things work out. Maybe you go out there, you shoot your shot, she shoots hers, and doesn't work out for either one of you, and you wind up back and like, you might as well not waste the hotel room. It's just, you know, you take, you see what happens. It's, why not? The wrong with that? Nothing. We're all consenting adults. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, one last one for you guys. So, for those who haven't seen the video or heard about the story, uh, there was a clay impersonator that uh, got into uh, the Golden State Arena. He weighed uh, bef- 50 pounds more than clay, but yes. <laughs> Looked yes. enough like him in passing. He mm-hmm. got some shots before he got found out, essentially. He had a jumper, too. Yeah. He, he made it, so he it, it convinced him. edited, people. though. <laughs> right? They, they showed the three but that the went in. the ones that went in. They were clean. Clean. They were clean. Right. Wet. That's the word. So that was very wet jumper. Fire. <laughs> So uh, it was bussing. So fake clay had too har- harsh of a ban to be banned for life. Banned for life is too harsh of a ban. Alan, Patrick Cap. Uh, Cap. No, it's not. That's that's you can't pretend to be somebody else. Now that's not to say that it's not the security guard's fault. That's not to say that a lot of people. I'm sure there have been meetings because you know one of the other things too. If this happens behind the scenes, this is a huge story everywhere. The guy posted the video. He's kind of cracking up about it, him and his buddy. It Can't goes viral. I mean, it's a very, very big story. So all that stuff that's going to happen behind the scenes, I'm sure there's some conversations with some security there. Uh, who knows what happens with their job and their occupation. This dude, bro, think about it. I know he was just having a good time. Uh-huh. You can't do that. You cannot do that. So I don't I don't think and he even talked about it. Was it worth it? Was it this? They spent 10 G's on tickets, all this other stuff. He's like, it was worth it. It definitely was helped even grow his popularity. Okay, so I'm with you mostly. Um, He absolutely deserves to be kicked out of the arena. He absolutely forfeited the right to his tickets for that game that night. I don't care if they cost 10 bucks or 10,000 like he claims it did. You don't get to go on the court. That, that is an understanding that he knows. Now, you can make the argument to me that him walking through that entrance mm-hmm. and going through the metal detector yep. and walking through the tunnel and saying hello to people. It's a security issue. My that's man. a security yeah. issue. He didn't lie to anybody. Yeah. He didn't say, I'm Clay Thompson. At least I'm, my understanding of No, it. he didn't. He, You're he right. He didn't say, yeah. I'm Clay. Because, look, first of all, to your point, Slee, he does not look like an NBA player. He has a strong resemblance to Clay facially. Sure. Okay? It's the goatee. The, it's the this. He, yeah. he looks like Clay. He absolutely does. He's it's also tall. overweight. He's not he's not an NBA and I don't mean to spoil the surprise for anybody. Clay Thompson does not show up to the arena in his uniform. 
Okay, he does not get out of his car and walk into the arena wearing his game shorts for that night. It's not how that works. That is a massive security failure yeah. on the arena's fault or problem. I don't think he should get banned for life. I think he should have got bounced for that night's game. Yep. I think he should have forfeited the price of the tickets. But because your security sucks, and I didn't lie to anybody, I didn't sneak under a rope. I just kind of walked until you tell me to stop. And the only place that everybody knows you can't you can't go on the court. Everybody knows that, so that gets you booted. The rest of it, kind of on Warrior Security. You know why he probably got banned? Because they know it was on Warrior Security, and it was such a bad look for them. Like we got this guy could never come back here again. Somebody loses their job over that, right? Yeah, I think they do. It, it's NBA Finals Game Five, and you're letting somebody walk in without. I mean, just assuming it's Clay Thompson. Listen, I'm not saying that the guy wasn't very creative in how he did it and everything else. And like you said, it's not like he was coming in saying, I'm Clay Thompson. Yeah, I don't think do he was doing that. Do you not know who I am? But that. I, I get where they're coming from. All right. If you want to be the caller of the year on the Travis and Sliwa show, you got to call us at 1215 tomorrow. We already got some people on Twitter saying, how about so-and-so? I'm going to give you some of those so-and-sos when we come back. Plus, AD apparently uh, touched a basketball yesterday. <laughs> That's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. Alice Cooper? School's out. Yeah, that's why I got to work in so no traffic. Today. It was great. I saw Alice Cooper in concert one time. Kind Good of show. fun. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. It was relatively recently. It's in the last six or seven years. Mm-hmm. He opened for Motley Crue. And he's Alice Cooper's got to be over 70, right? Yeah, still doing his thing. Yeah. Johnny and he's Depp. still like out there banging it out. It was really, really fun to see. Do you him. like going to shows like that where it's somebody that it's been so long since they were, you know, in their prime, let's sure. say. And the idea and the concept is like, oh, this is going to be awesome. I think you had mentioned this. You had a, you had a story. I think it was – I forget which – where you said they were basically out of breath. At the same concert. It was Vince Neil for, oh, yeah, for that's Molly right. Crew. <gasps> Why <laughs> old side? Isn't and he's holding the mic out to the crowd like, you guys are going to need to do it from here. Isn't there something about that where you're like watching and you're like, I don't know if this was the best idea. Like there's certain there's certain genres genres of music. Yeah. So reggae, I think I told you, I'm going to a concert in July, Burning Spear. The guy's almost 80 years old. Uh-huh. Okay, well he's also not jumping around, <laughs> right? And you know playing heavy metal. It's just more the the music's so different. But when that's what made those guys, those guys, mm-hmm. and it's that energy that goes mm-hmm. through. And now all of a sudden, like, hey, where's my inhaler? <laughs> <laughs> that's Vince needed the oxygen tank. You know the thing that uh, the football players after they they, they go to the sideline they yeah. put the little nasal cannula. Yeah, the guy there. runs 106 yards for a <laughs> right. touchdown return. Yeah, that was after singing "Girls, Girls, Girls." He needed that. That was the uh, the thing that he. But to your point, like Alice Cooper was still awesome. Like he was awesome. older, obviously, yeah. but he was not out of breath. He was fully ready to go and did the whole thing with the guillotine. It was just he did the the whole the whole thing that he was famous for. So, I did that last great. night too. I actually saw Bob Dylan. Uh, he's eighty one years old. And, Damn, uh, he was out of breath. Where did he play? Pantages Theater. And he was out. It was so. Give me a review. Well, I wanted to. You know, he's a legend. I've never seen him before, and I just wanted to. You know, check him off the list of people that I've seen, and I don't regret going. You know, I kind of expected him to do a bunch. Yeah, that's of, the key. Your expectations, right? Yeah, I didn't think he was going to be hopping around and you know, shredding on the guitar or anything. But he's just booing. 
He's the only, he's the only one. The crowd was pretty standing crowd was pretty up pretty and booing too. So they were they were given standing ovations after every song. It's awesome. Yeah, I bet. I well, it's funny because you go. I'm Dylan. Obviously, would fall into this category. But when the Motley Crue show, like, because when Motley Crue, when I was in high school, was a huge deal, right? That's when they were kind of at their peak, and they were, you know, Doctor Fuel. They, they were they were Motley Crue and mm. turning out hit records after hit records. So. When you go to see them, you're kind of thinking, okay, I'm 16, 17 years old again. It's going to be one of these things. And you walk in, and everybody was 43 like me. <laughs> There's like, there is no 16-year-old vibe. It's all middle-aged, you know, guys and women that are trying to relive their glory days from high school. Still super fun, but you kind of have to recalibrate your expectations, right? Yeah, he kind of had that same voice in the 60s, too. So, Sounds Would you go again? I wouldn't pay what I paid again. But I, I would go for free. <laughs> I, I, listen, I'm, I'm, if it's an artist I really like, and this is going to start happening too, if there's a – so growing up, uh, some hip-hop artists, right? Nas is in his – I don't know how old Nas is now. Jay-Z still will put on a great show. Eventually, in 15 years, they're going to still do shows. Mm-hmm. And I'll probably be like, hey, it'd be really cool to see Dr. Dre. It'd be really cool to see Snoop or Eminem or one of these guys. It's not going to be the same. You no, know what I mean? Like, just think about it. It's going to be, yeah, it, the hits will be the same, but I'm sure, <laughs> what are we watching? When 50 Cent came out on uh, during the Super Bowl, yeah. and you're like, yeah, that's not the 50 I remember. <laughs> well, it's just, that's going to, and that's only going to get worse when they're, eventually these guys, they'll be in their all, 60s doing it, a concert. If you're lucky, we all get older, yeah. right? The alternative sucks even more. <laughs> you're kind of, that's the end of the line. Yeah, so I saw Fleetwood Mac um about four years ago maybe three years ago and they were great together like i really enjoyed it but it's like i think fleetwood mac essentially was never like super like stage presency i mean they were they are but like the songs are more about the singing and so i really enjoyed it i went on a date and he had gotten it for free he did not enjoy his time but i was just vibing i was just living my best life and most of it was like it was a good mix of like youth and older people so it was it was a great experience stevie nicks arcadia high oh yeah yep so when rage against the machine does a show in their 70 it's going to be a little different (laughs) it won't be quite as ragey they'll be mildly upset against the machine yeah i think that's what it'll be at that point you know (laughs) mildly upset (laughs) they're not raging anymore not at all aggravated they're aggravated at the machine perturbed you know bothered yeah annoyed at the machine they're not they're not raging against it anymore. You it's a good understand. title. It's a good title. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance at Progressive. They're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Bundle today at progressive.com. If you are a Travis Lee All-Star, tomorrow at 12:15, don't forget. We're going to need you to call so yes, to make sir. your case for caller of the year. We listed off a bunch of names and I knew I would forget some. For instance, Blal wrote how about Solomon and Lake Balboa? Great. Yep, absolutely. And and just the list that I read is not the complete list. If you feel you should be on the list, make a call. case. Call and 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 maybe we'll look. rapid fire these calls, get through them all. And if you're going to be at the Mandy's and we're going to do all these things, we'll get through as many as we can, as yep. many as we have. If three people call, we'll do three. If thirty people call, we'll do like seven. <laughs> that that's kind of how that will go. You know, there's just only I was going to so say nine. You can do about we're it. both on the same page. On that. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say we're not thirty is a uh, is a lot to get through it. Um, I got some stuff, Slee. We talked about the umpire scary at the Dodger yeah, game yeah. last yep. night. Uh, we can get into that. We talked about how good Tony Gonsolin was, mm-hmm. and he was. Craig, Craig Kimberl kind of wiggled off the hook uh, and, and got the job done. We talked about that. But 
There were a couple of things in that game last night that were not good for the Dodgers that they need to get fixed sooner than later. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.